2: This is VSN Prime Time, live from the Circus Sportsbook in downtown Las Vegas. Here is Tim Murray.
3: Hour three of VSN Prime Time. That gentleman right there, his name is Jonathan Von Tobel. He is our senior NBA analyst. I am Tim Murray. Woo! Got something brewing down in Atlanta. 37-37, North Carolina and Georgia Tech at halftime. The ramble and wreck ending the half on a 12-1 run. So uh we got two top five teams in some danger as South Carolina leads by six at Tennessee with 8-17 to go in that one. Illinois leads at the half by seven over Ohio State. TCU up four over Texas Tech at the break, and uh, Dayton looking for a bounce-back spot after their loss over the weekend. They're up two touchdowns over George Washington. Uh, Still to come tonight, Oklahoma at Kansas State, where the Purple Cats a home favorite, and then Kansas taking on Oklahoma State. JVT and I both rocking and rolling with Colorado State in some desperation this evening, That's Right, hoping they uh, get the best of San Diego State. Twelve days from now, start the countdown. It's already been on for a while. The Super Bowl will be here in Las Vegas, and a gentleman who we know will be everywhere over the next two weeks, getting all the information that you need from Vegas Insider. He's our good friend, Patrick Everson, at Patrick E underscore Vegas. I'm going to ask you the question I asked JVT to open up the show, which is, Patrick, you've lived in this city for almost three decades, so you're pretty much a local uh, by local standards. Is that fair, JVT? Is that all right? 28 years? No. No? Okay. Uh, J-
4: JVT, was, but JVT, you were born and raised, right?
3: Uh, I was raised, not born.
5: <laughs> okay, so he's got tobel has got deep ties. Don't mess with us, all right? I know I can pull strings. Not that I'm threatening you, Patrick. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but I gotcha. but for you, Patrick, came to this town covering all things Las Vegas, working for the newspaper. I mean, it's it's it, how surreal is it that not only have we had multiple franchises come to this town from the professional ranks, but that the Super Bowl will be in your backyard, so to speak.
4: It's it's definitely hard to grasp when you think about where we were at when I first got here, and as JBT was growing up here, it was we were getting one trash sports league after another that would come here and last a year or two, and then die and go away or fade out or whatever. I mean, we've had so many like double A versions of multiple sports here, and again, I know John can uh, re- relate to this as well. That it's really hard to square that with what's gone on since we got the Knights and then subsequently the Raiders and then, you know, NCAA tournament regionals last year, we're, you know, we're going to get a final four at some point. I mean, the, and, and of course, the, you know, but the Super Bowl is the pinnacle. It's the single largest sports betting day, sports, sports day in America. And it's also the single largest, obviously sports betting day in America. It's really hard to believe that we are at this juncture. It's awful. Cool. It's very cool. But uh, man, when you think of everything we've you know put up with prior to suddenly being seen as a as a as a top tier professional sports city, it's hard to believe.
5: Patrick, have you talked to anybody around town yet about the impact, and I'm sure you have, uh, the impact of the Super Bowl being here and the handle? Because before Wright Passport got struck down, it seemed every year the article after the Super Bowl was a uh, new overall handle record, new overall handle record. Hasn't really been the case mm-hmm. the last few years. Have you talked to anybody about the impact of the game actually being here, what it means for uh, the record out here in Nevada in terms of overall handle?
4: Right. I did see something today, and I'm trying to remember who it was from, JVT. I apologize, but it was an odds talking about that. They might have been – um, it might have been Craig Mucklow at Caesars. It sounds like they are expecting record handle. They're going to be. Dis- it sounds like they're going to be disappointed if they don't get it. Strictly because you've got, you know, this this a greater a greater emphasis on the game being here in Las Vegas. Perhaps greater traffic. I think it's still going to be, you know, a similar number of people coming to town, but uh, with Vegas's, uh, you know, longstanding status as a you know as a sports betting haven. Um, I think they're going to be disappointed if they don't get there this year. Now it's going to take a good, it's going to take a heck of a number to get there. But I think the expectation is that they will get there this time around. And I certainly hope they do. They, they ought to, I think, I think the matchup is compelling enough. I think the city is compelling enough. I think uh, the way prop bets continue to evolve makes it more compelling for the casual audience, JVT. I mean, you're going to, you know, books were telling me last year, really over the last two or three years. And you're, I don't know, you two are hearing the same thing, so I'm preaching to the choir here. But just to tell your listeners, I mean, you're talking 60, 65, maybe even 70 percent of action on the Super Bowl is going to be on profit, and that's where you get that. And that's where you the, the handles made because you're going to get a lot of those people who maybe never bet or bet once a year and only on the Super Bowl, or they're drawn in because of this whole, you know. Kelsey's, you know, Taylor Swift situation. So they might throw a few bets on Travis Kelsey to win MVP or to score touchdowns or what have you. So, um, I I expect it'll get there. I hope it will.
5: Do you think, too, because I thought it was pretty interesting. We've seen in the last year, Patrick, right? Uh, BetMGM just availed a a new app, right? Uh, Caesars did it this last year. Uh, We saw stations add to their portfolio as well with an app. Do you think that part of the driving force is not only the, the difference, right, in terms of what's offered in different states outside of Nevada, but also the fact that these people are coming here and might expect what they usually get in other states, but they might not find it en masse. So some of these books are evolving and changing what they're doing.
4: Yes, I do think they are doing that. I mean, there's only, unfortunately, with how the rules and regulations are here, there's only so much they can do. But at least to your point, John, and thankfully, the apps are evolving here, the menus are evolving here to to be more, I mean, maybe not totally up to speed, but certainly more on pace with what is taking place in other states we kind of can't overcome at the moment anyway, the, the issue with having to go, you know, be on site to register and fund and withdraw and all that. I mean, there are little, little ways around it, but not the ways that people are accustomed to in other States. But I do think that's a product of that. And that's a good thing. And hopefully, um, you know, they hear from enough of the people who come here, Jonathan, that, um, that are used to being able to go from one state to another and open their wallet with a certain sports book, DK or whatever it is, um, hopefully we can find a way to evolve in that area as well so that they don't have to jump through a lot of hoops when they get to Nevada uh, to continue enjoying sports betting.
3: Is important note, as Patrick mentioned, and I think we should mention it all week because a lot of our media friends will be coming out here. You got to go in person to set up for the app. Don't complain to us. That's, Doesn't need blood and semen samples to uh, sign up to. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Oh, my God. Man. It's it's ridiculous, Patrick. Patrick, I tried to sign up for another app earlier, and I had to walk across the street and go in the door just to actually unlock the app. It's getting insane. (laughs) Just let me do it from my freaking house, and give me the desktop. Let me
4: do it from my computer. And honestly, I'll tell you, that's the thing I don't like the most. I hate the fact that I can – look, this morning I was checking odds in Canada because of that crazy – uh, Kelsey yep. Swift proposal thing. So I was checking up on the odds on that. And I can do that at my desk in my house in suburban Las Vegas, but I can't look at what BetMGM's odds are up and down the strip or Caesar's odds are up and down the strip or Superbook or point or Circa or what have you. That's that frustrates me a lot. And 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 the, and obviously the registration thing is difficult too. And I think there's gonna be that's gonna be the one thing that's gonna irritate people that you know next week is the how they've you know there you got three dozen jurisdictions that you can sports bet in now and they're going to come here expecting at least somewhat of a similar experience from the alleged gold standard of sports betting las vegas nevada and they're going to be like what i have to get a totally different app and i have to fund it and i have to do it in front of people and they're going to be disappointed and, and it's and it's frustrating that we haven't uh, gotten ahead of the curve on this um we're so far behind the curve it's crazy um but uh, but hopefully the feedback from this week lets you know lets the uh, gaming control board and the gaming commission and those involved in making those decisions recognize that it's that it's time to uh, start taking some steps in that direction
3: well as for the game that everyone will be coming to town for, as Patrick sure. Everson joins us, Vegas Insider. He's going to have great insight throughout the week and certainly leading up to the game, like he always does, and he'll be running around town. But, Patrick, you've got a couple quotes uh, that you've got on your Twitter page right now regarding the early action. And I'm curious what you've heard because my gut tells me just nationwide the Chiefs will be a very public play. Early betting splits favor the Chiefs, understandably so from a Nevada side, this is a, I don't know, it's not a 49ers town, but there's a lot of 49er fans who live here. Mm-hmm. What do you anticipate? Mm-hmm. What have you been hearing about the action and who they may ultimately need from a side perspective?
4: Right. For, well, let's let's just take Bedham Jam for example. I had a good discussion with Scott Shelton last night, uh, who's just Betham Jam Nevada. He's just talking to me about how things are going basically up and down Las Vegas Boulevard. And right now, it is mimicking what's going on nationally with a lot of with a lot of Chiefs tickets and money, but it's early. And as he told me last night, and here let me caveat to this or in addition to this, let me uh, a little bit of context here: Bed-N-Jim Nevada and Bed-N-Jim nationally, for that matter, are bad to the 49ers winning the Super Bowl in the futures book. Mm. Caesars also bad to the 49ers winning winning the Super Bowl. It sounds like at Circa where you guys are hanging out, they were pretty bad to the Ravens, so they Big got time. that off their plate. Yeah, yeah. Um, they, they got that off their plate, but so, so what Scott said about all this early chiefs money, he said, if they were piling on the Niners, that could be, if they were doing that early instead of the chiefs early, he said, look, that would be double or nothing. We could win really big or lose really big. He said this way, it might not be that bad, but he added this. He said, look, yeah, we're seeing a lot of chiefs money early, but he said, we'll see Niner money. We're too close to California. Not to, it'll come back. It always does.
3: So, real quickly, before we let you run, we only have 30 seconds. Sure. I like the 49ers. I'm probably going to bet the 49ers. I was going to wait. Just your gut tells you, does this number go up or down before we get to kickoff?
4: Well, look, it got back to two. Yep. But my gut tells me it's coming back down. Yeah, that's what I thought. John Murray seems to think that the Chiefs could be favored at some point. Uh, John Murray at the Super Bowl told me that. Not sure. He's just like, hey, I wouldn't be surprised if it happened. So... If you keep that in mind, I think it's worth it to wait at least a little longer. we still got a long way to go.
3: Right. Yes, indeed. Patrick, always great stuff. Enjoy it, and uh, I'm sure we'll be talking uh, some point next week.
4: That sounds great. Thank you, gentlemen. There he is, Patrick
3: Everson. Oh, sir. The best value bet of the Super Bowl. Coming up next. hoo Now that is a tease.
2: Terms and conditions apply.
3: This is v prime time with Tim Murray on Vset, the sports betting network. Man, it is a fresh new look, I'll tell you that. Everywhere you go on vset.com, you got write-ups, we got Super Bowl content aplenty up there. I see
5: Bill 80 had a column up there. Or was it just... Uh, what Bill does is he compiles all of the content into one nice, neat story. So you can check it out uh, up at vSyn.com. All of the Super Bowl content in one nice, neat, tidy little home.
3: And, of course, we got NBA coverage on there each and every day. This gentleman, Jonathan Von Tobel, he will have it for you. All right. As a college hoop head, ooh, man, today could be fun, could be interesting as Georgia Tech... Has opened up the second half with. Come on, make a ju- bucket so I could say you're in the lead. And they just missed through. They uh, missed four shots. Thought they would get the lead. Georgia Tech and UNC tied at 37 early second half. That just underway. Virginia, or excuse me, Tennessee on the verge of being upset as a 14-point favorite. South Carolina leads, I believe, 53 to 46 as they went to the under four media timeout there. Villanova, we were keeping an eye on this game all throughout the uh, early part of the show. Marquette got out to a 30 to 11 lead. And right now, Villanova is on quite the run 29 to 10 run. And they have cut the deficit down to one. I took a little in-game piece, so uh, we will see if Villanova can uh, can keep that close. Second half underway in Fort Worth. TCU up on Texas Tech, 40 to 36. Still to come tonight. We've got Kansas uh, taking on Oklahoma State, where the Jayhawks right now lay in a big old 16 spot. we got Michigan State unranked matchup against Michigan. They're laying 12. Both JVT and I are on Colorado State as they host San Diego State. And uh, an unranked home team is the favorite over a ranked team. That game underway where the Boomer Sooners out to an 8-0 lead on Kansas State in That one. So a lot to get to uh, from the college perspective. NBA-wise, JVT, your initial inclination that Boston would come out and put it on the Indiana Pacers is off to a good start as they lead by 17.
5: Yeah, it seemed like a a solid emotional spot to come out here and and kind of try to pace the team. And by the way, a team that, as we know, in the in-season tournament in the quarterfinals, uh, did beat them to move on. Uh, A team that... And, you know, you might see in a first round in a postseason series. So you don't know, like, look, is it unlikely that Indiana falls all the way to the eight seed? Because we're going to assume that Boston's going to be the one seed. Yeah, uh, but you could see him you could see him in the second round. So uh, I think it's it's important to come out in these uh, efforts and, and show, especially after a pretty poor showing, despite by the fact that they won, uh, that you can go ahead and do this. So good start for Boston.
3: By the way, Villanova now has the lead. Oh, <laughs> wow. 48 to 47. You no know who
5: doesn't? Tennessee.
3: 53-46. Uh, Producer Britton said he sent me something. Was it a DM, Britt? Dude, someone sliding your DMs? Lucky. Yeah, Britton Hess. Shot quality. Ooh, shot quality. Yep. You know, I said there would be regression. You know, I said take four and a half, second half. Could have put it in the vcin.com picks file there. I don't think we've ever done an in-game play. Uh, We can do it. All right. You gave us a great tease at... Going into the break. Yes. The best bet in the history of the world. Super Bowl 58. What would you like to tell the people? What is the best bet? South Carolina now up eight, by the way. There is no shot in hell (laughs) that Travis Kelsey is
5: proposing to Taylor Swift. Think about just anybody I'm talking to right now. You probably love someone, right? Let's say you're the type that wants to get married. Would you propose at work? Would you really do it? Because I don't think you would. Even if it was the pinnacle of your career, right? If you got like that really good paperweight that said, hey, man, you did it, whatever, you got the raise. Would you propose at work? You wouldn't. You're not going to do it, and you're not going to do it in front of everybody like that. No. The no in over in Canada opened up on that prop at minus, minus 250. 250. Now, look, <laughs> it's a fun prop. The limits are probably low. I was amazed when I heard that it was minus 250. That's incredible. And By the way, and I get it, you see a little plus money, so let's, let's take a shot. It got to as high on the nose, minus 3,500. Now back down to minus 3,000. Do it. Minus 3,000. No. No shot.
3: None. <laughs> minus 250 is insane. Hey, man. Ian Johnson, remember him? Boise State? Just saying, it's possible. Was that Fiesta Bowl? That was the Fiesta Bowl. Yeah, but what did Ian Johnson do after that? Did he become an accountant? Like you know what I mean? Like that's like that's it. That's that, the peak. That was that that was his moment. Like uh, Travis
5: Kelsey Tra- Kelsey's
3: probably gonna be back here maybe one more time, considering the way that Patrick Mahomes is running. Him and Jared Zabransky. Uh they have a uh, they have a marketing team. Johnson and Zabransky in Boise, Idaho, right now. Uh I just made that up. Could be possible. I don't know. will have to ask Mike Sanford. Mike Sanford, by the way, boots on the ground in Mobile, Alabama at the senior bowl. So we uh should get A nice live update from uh, Mobile tomorrow from our guy Mike Sanford to break down Michael Penix and Bo Nix as uh, they'll be dueling it out for who will be the fourth quarterback select, maybe fifth. J.J. McCarthy, we'll see. Um, I uh, I saw Jeff Benson tweeting out some first touchdown propositions. How do you normally, JVT, as this event the super bowl the most bet on event every year continues to expand and expand and expand how do you normally go about betting the super bowl oh you have. A- i think you're talking about the first
5: touchdowns oh i mean it. for the first touchdowns i go to vson.com and check out stephanie camera article that she posts every single week that's my first step when it comes to betting first touchdowns. A company man you are top notch it. Yeah. Oh, it's a Super Bowl. (laughs) Uh, When it comes to props, I'd like to, I, I love, I mean, this might not come as a surprise to anybody. Um... I love crossboard props. Those are great. Yeah. I love the NBA crossboard props. Those are a ton of fun. You can find some real value there. Um, you, can, you know, essentially you're breaking down player props. And then of course, the way that you find games, uh, the basic player props, obviously when it comes to right receiving yards, things like that. Um, you know, last year there, there was a spot out here. I think there were a, there's some of the prop contests that are available. Those are a ton of fun to enter too. So I generally, I'll come in and I want to bet about like, I think it ranges like seven to 12 to maybe 15 props. I know some go crazy have, like, 40. Uh, but it just depends on what sticks out. And if I have, like, a really good angle on something, right? You know, speaking of this Super Bowl, for example, uh, one good, one bad, uh, I suffered my worst beat, I think, ever uh, in this rematch or in the first uh, of this matchup when Patrick Mahomes ran backwards, to so like, six million oh. times, and I lost out on that by a hook. But I also... Nailed it when I found the angle of, hey, you know, they use Debo Samuel a lot on these end arounds. It's probably going to be something. Like the second play, they used him on an end around and he ran for like 16 yards and he went over his rushing prop, which at that point was like seven and a half yards, something ridiculous. But <laughs> so, so if I find an angle, yeah. I'll, I'll definitely uh, like jump on it. But generally, I just like to have some fun and bet a few props. Like uh, this might get some people mad, but especially when it comes to the Super Bowl, not everything's got to be like plus EV. Sometimes I want to have like 10 bets and have some drinks and hang out and have some fun, you know?
3: What? No. Yeah ridiculous and we like to bet on the commercial breaks too that's a lot of fun um next commercial insurance so the uh last time these two super bowl these two teams met in the super bowl uh the following month was awesome by the way that was uh, super fun hopefully we don't get a duplication of that um but i was i was down there radio row with my previous job and uh, you know we were bringing in all the insight we had we had one person come on set talking about the game they said you know Breaking it down, they said Kyle Yuschek to score the 49ers first touchdown really has some value. I think it was like 20 to 1 or something like that. So the dummy that I am said, "Eh, 49ers first touchdown. I'll bet him score the game's first touchdown. And he scored the 49ers first touchdown. Mm -hmm. So I lost that bet. So that was uh, super fun. But Kyle Yuschek's a guy that I think will be interesting. uh, His props because you you do find and you know we talk about it on the on the primetime games a lot where we always joke some sort of no name tight end is going to get involved i mean Kyle Uschek is a guy that right now you look at his anytime touchdown sits at 10 to 1 He's an interesting one where he had a couple big catches uh, last Multiple week. targets in that game. His, it, his reception prop was only a half, and he got targeted early, and that went over it pretty quickly. Yeah, so right now, Kyle Juszczyk over receptions. It's juiced. It's minus 145 to the over. But I would, I would definitely anticipate Kyle Juszczyk to uh, to have a reception. In this game, to get creative, to get the ball out quickly. Um, You know, we saw Chris Jones and how disruptive he could be, Mm -hmm. and why, you know, the Ravens wanting to try to get the ball out close uh, quickly, and Lamar Jackson had a bunch of them batted down. But you could, I would imagine, schematically, you could see Kyle Shanahan drawing something up to get the ball out of Purdy's hands quickly. And, you know, if you can get some palatable juice on over reception or a yes no reception prop for Kyle Juszczyk I think that'll be something I'll probably have in pocket yeah I think so I think too I have been told um, one of
5: the props that uh, I have thought up myself will be up and available Ooh. around town will a team convert a fourth down in their own territory yes or no I'm gonna go with yes Now it's a new day folks analytics you know those those newfangled analytics that they don't they don't account for a lot of things They're going to go for it on fourth downs.
3: Upset watch down in Knoxville, Tennessee, South Carolina, leading Tennessee by six with 40 seconds to go. Woo-hoo, buddy. Doug Allen, creator of Entourage. What does he think early of the Super Bowl? Get his thoughts next. This is V-CIN Prime Time with Tim Murray on VSIN, the sports betting network. Put the VSIN experts to work for you and start betting smarter with the VSIN Pro subscription. Sign up. On a VEASAN Pro annual subscription, get your first year for only $199. Just use the promo code Prime. Get everything on our brand new VEASAN.com website, including daily best bets with a leaderboard to see which VEASAN expert has the hot hand. Betting splits to show you where the money and bets are moving for every game. Betting systems, premium analysis, 24-7 video access. Plus, we've got our Super Bowl betting guide, best bets, favorite prop bets still to come. VEASAN.com for all that. Remember, use that promo code PRIME to get your first year of VSIN Pro Access for only $199. VSIN.com slash subscribe. Ooh, this thing's getting fun down there. Dalton Connect, another three for the Tennessee Volunteers as they trail by two with five seconds to go. Tennessee closed as a 14 point favorite. Moneyline could have got seven to one on the Gamecocks. And we will see if South Carolina can close this one out against the fifth-ranked team in the country. Georgia Tech right now uh, trailing by four against North Carolina and uh, just cut it down to one. So uh, two top five teams on the road today in a little bit of uh, trouble, more so Tennessee than uh, than the Tar Heels in that one. So we will see a long ways to go down there in Atlanta. Uh, we saw yesterday... Uh, your boy went with uh, the old look ahead for Duke yeah not so much they were red hot from three and got a very nice victory at Castle Coliseum so still to come some interesting spots we will uh, hit on those to close out the show uh, JVT both and I both he and I have a play on a game in uh, the mountain West that tips off at nine o'clock. Eastern, so a lot to get to as now Marquette, who was red hot to start the game, has now hit three consecutive threes, and they are on a 12-2 run. That has been a pretty interesting game to watch. Marquette, ninth in the country, JVT, and they lost the lead. They were up 30-11. Now they're on a 12-2 run to push the lead back out to six, and Villanova cutting it back down to three. So that one is going to be a fun one. It feels like down the stretch. We're hoping to catch up with Doug Allen here uh, at some point. And we do have Doug who joins us right now. Doug. Got our Super Bowl matchup. We got Chiefs and 49ers. Chiefs catching two. Early thought. First blush. Who are you going to bet next Sunday?
6: I mean, what, I don't know what I know anymore, but uh, I like the Niners. I like the Niners. It's hard to bet against Mahomes. He just keeps keeps winning, but I like the Niners. Why? I just think I've liked them all year. Their defense is great, and uh, and they have offensive weapons. So I just think, you know, even last week, Mahomes did some amazing things, but they still couldn't really score, and uh, and they caught a lot of passes, the Chiefs. I expect them to drop some this week.
3: So, Doug, I believe you've told us before, you've been to a Super Bowl, right? I've been to a few, yeah. How? I've never been. Uh, <laughs> obviously, the Super Bowl will be here. I'm curious, what is... The feeling and vibe, like in a Super Bowl, because I, I just—I know JVT's got some thoughts on it as well. It does not feel like your uh, your normal Buffalo Bills type of crowd, if you get my drift. When it comes to a Super Bowl,
6: yeah, I mean to be honest with you, um, thank you very much. To be honest with you, it's. It's not as great as being at a home game, you know, and, and obviously I've been at two Giants winning Super Bowl games, which obviously were huge thrills for me. But still, when you're in Giants stadium, it's a different thing than being in that stadium with two sets of crowds and then people who really don't care about the game. So it's definitely a different vibe, but it's fun. And the whole weekend is always a good time with lots of parties and stuff. But, um, you know, as far as the game, I learned a few years ago, like go for the weekend and leave right before the game because watching at home is, is kind of better. So.
5: Right, because one of the thought processes uh, for some out there, Doug, is that the 49ers might have a a home field advantage because they might get more 49ers fans. And my whole thought is, like, tickets are like $50,000 if you're looking in different spots. This is not going to be the, like, rough and rowdy San Francisco 49ers crowd. I think they'll be here in town, but in terms of in that arena, it's much more of a corporate event, right?
6: Yeah, for sure it is. And Taylor might just put $10, $20 million down to make sure there's a lot of Chiefs fans. Who knows? But... um, (laughs) But, yeah, it's definitely a different type of vibe. You don't really feel that incredible, you know, by the way, the danger that you might feel in San Francisco or Santa Clara. um, You just don't feel that at the Super Bowls I've gotten. But Vegas could be a whole different thing. I don't know. Vegas could be a totally
5: wild experience. So.
3: Doug Allen, creator of Entourage, joining us here on VEASAN primetime as he does every Tuesday. Doug, you know, you uh, you guys did a couple episodes in Las Vegas of your show. And I've asked this to a couple of people. JBT's, uh, you know, born and raised or raised Las Vegas in here. We've had a couple other people, you know, thinking back to just your days of filming uh, a couple episodes of Entourage in Vegas the perception of it then and now what it is now that the NFL, who was terrified of the taboo of coming to Vegas at any point and you know, canceling Tony Romo's fantasy uh, convention, and now the Super Bowl is here. It's pretty wild how we've come a complete 180 with, uh, with the NFL in this town
6: it 's unreal, I mean, back then, like getting a free hotel room, all you had to do is bet a couple of bucks you got free hotel rooms now they're a fortune. Vegas is a destination it used to be you know it used to be a dirty place that you went to gamble and to hide from your family, but now it 's uh <laughs> Now it's a really, it's a, it's a nice place with the best restaurants. It's expensive, and hotel rooms are, are much harder to come by than they were back then. Um, so it is wild to see how different it is. And that gambling, I mean, I never would have imagined. All the things, by the way, that I saw that uh you know i saw happen before they happened like the, the la getting a football team which we did on entourage many years before it happened with actually some of the people who helped bring the team to la but i never could have imagined that gambling would be in the nfl like this it's wild
5: you mentioned uh the star if she makes it from japan on the 18-hour flight are now, you with the are, the, are yes you with the price? crowd?
3: what can i lay on the yes price you should probably lay it uh,
5: <laughs> um are you with the crowd that finds this annoying doug I
6: don't no, doesn't, You know, be, I don't find it as big as they make it out to be. I think people are talking about it more than the uh, the game is actually talking about it. But no, I don't find it. Uh, you know, I, I think God bless them. They're happy. They're winning at everything. And you got to be bitter and angry if you're really annoyed by this, you know.
3: I, I agree. I was uh I was I was at a neighbor's house. Uh, and man, a couple of the people there were I'm like, who cares, man? She's not doing anything. And I love there was a breakdown. I think she was on the screen for forty seconds for the for this, like <laughs> relax. Uh, by the way, we got a tweet, uh, Doug, that someone just asked us. Uh, this is a deep cut of the for Entourage fans. Sean on Twitter wants to know who will Dennis Hopper have in the game. He knows that he likes to bet on soccer. <laughs>
6: I mean that is opera. I, he'd be with me, Sam Fran, you know? Um so I'm bet I'm betting Sam Fran. I think they're gonna win the game and um whatever. But at the same time with what we just said, annoyed with Taylor and Kelsey, I mean what Kelsey's doing the last couple of weeks, I mean this is all time classic great. So I, I mean you gotta you gotta appreciate it because no one thought anyone could catch the ball on this team anymore and how is Mahomes gonna do this and now you have a guy who's in one of the great championship games ever. And um you know it's I think it's exciting but that being said I think San Fran's winning.
3: How do you think you you mentioned to us that I think you said that Gronk was uh was was the best maybe most comfortable uh in front of the camera he was in your movie. How do you think the Kelsey Bros uh would do in an entourage episode? I feel like they were a little uh behind the times because I feel like they would fit perfectly to uh, to what you guys have got rolling right or had rolling I, uh,
6: they would be awesome and I don't know that I said Gronk was the best he was awesome but you know we had a lot of great guys like Brady included but Gronk You know, who told me that in high school, he told his friends he was going to be on entourage before he ever could have imagined that he was going to be a (laughs) Hall of Fame NFL player. So that's wild to see the timelines go. But yeah, the Kelsey, I mean, they're just natural in front of the camera. And that's sometimes, uh, sometimes that's all you need, you know.
3: Is Kelsey better than Gronk?
6: Uh, no one's better than Gronk. <laughs> Gronk, you know, you know. Mark Bavaro, maybe. I like Mark Bavaro. If I had a pick, game.
5: <laughs> you a big prop guy? Like, what's the what's the what's the portfolio look like for the Super Bowl?
6: What's what? I couldn't hear you. What so else? Are
5: you a big prop guy? What's your portfolio look like for the Super Bowl?
6: <laughs> Wait.
5: What does what look like? He, he portfolio. Do you what? bet a lot of props,
6: Doug? Oh props! You know what? It's, the phone is going out. I don't know. I bet. I bet stupid stuff on the Super Bowl. I'm going to bet heads. I'm going to bet a couple other stupid things. But the, my my big bet is going to be on San Fran and the over as well.
3: San Fran and the over. Doug, always appreciate it. We'll talk to you uh, next week. We'll get you. You got a week to prepare. Give us your best bets for the Super Bowl. All right, next week. All right, sounds good, guys. Be good. There he is, Doug Allen, creator of uh, of Entourage. It's official. Down goes Tennessee. Yeah. Tennessee. $7 underdog, South Carolina, walks into old Rocky Top and takes down Tennessee. 63 to 59. Uh, and right now. Number three, North Carolina trailing Georgia Tech, 56 to 54. Tyler Kolick from Marquette has gone into another universe and has hit everything he has put up. And Marquette currently has a nine-point lead. Tyler Kolick is unbelievable. So uh, my in-game bet, not looking ideal there with the Cats of Villanova. This is V Prime Primetime with Tim Murray on V the Sports Betting Network. Looking for a super offer for Super Bowl 58 DraftKings Sportsbook? As you cover, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the code Visa. New customers can bet five bucks to get two hundred instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl Fifty-Eight. With code Visa, the crown is yours. Alongside Jonathan Von I am Tim Murray, We're wrapping things up here on Vison Prime Time. A handful of college basketball games to get to, including. Couple bets at JVT and I have heading into the nine o'clock Eastern hour update halftime three NBA games at the half Boston eighty one to sixty six yeah. at the break JVT woo
5: well you know what's even crazier the Pacers scored forty points in the second quarter. And they didn't win that quarter, And they right? didn't, no. <laughs> like, that's, this has been what it's kind of been like here for the, the Pacers. So uh, very, very spirited effort from Boston. But there are four quarters, and we just saw them come back from down 17. So see if you can hold on to it here against Indiana.
3: Atlanta up 67-56. to 56. They closed a 5.5-point favorite against uh, the Lakers. Got as high as 6.5. Some buyback late on the Lakers. Atlanta leading by 11 at the break. No Anthony Davis in that one. The Knicks up on the Jazz, fifty-seven to forty-nine. Also at halftime. Still to come tonight. Golden State lay in three and a half JVT. Uh, you've been searching feverishly over there. Some updates on Joel Embiid's status. Any new news? Uh, nothing so far.
5: So we will see if he ends up playing. Uh, a new prop apparently he just dropped over on uh, DraftKings. Ooh, what we got? Color of the uh, Gatorade dump. Hmm. What would you guess the favorite is? What would you make the favorite? Blue? Purple, plus 175. And Reptide Rush is delicious. Uh, yellow, is that what it's called? Yellow, green, plus 275. Orange, plus 330, as is blue. Red, plus 500. Interesting. Clear, 12 to 1. No Gatorade Bath, 20 to 1.
3: Hmm. What do we, we got some news today regarding the, uh, the colors of the jersey? So the Chiefs will be wearing the oh, yeah. home reds, the Niners will be wearing the whites. And I believe the Niners, uh, the white jersey has won 15 of the last 18 Super Bowls, JVT. I've heard enough. I was right. The 49ers going to win this I was leaning thing. Niners, and now I'm all in on the Niners. They are wearing their white uniforms. Um, Sorry, still to come tonight. You mentioned uh, Philadelphia Golden State. You're looking to take the three and a half. Still waiting on the status of Joel and Bede. You and I both like the Rams of Colorado State. Last night... Uh, we took a look uh, late. I got to take a look at the board here uh, for tomorrow. Uh, but Colorado State, I laid the one last night, two and a half now. would either lay it or take the money line, minus 140. But you and I, JVT, thinking similarly, really like the spot. Kind of a desperate spot. Not a, kind of. It is a desperate spot uh, for Colorado State to, uh, to get this game going, uh, to get this season going, to get this game. Easy for me to say. So Rams in this spot for both of us uh i do kind of like air force i'm not gonna lay the four yeah though so uh i actually paired them up when you uh kind of gave your impassioned speech about boston i'm like hmm. so uh, that was an even money money line parlay i think air force should win this game so a little fun bet there for uh for me anything else on the uh, on the hardwood circuit this evening that intrigues you
5: no i think that's about it i mean i guess it's easy to go to the um the Jekyll and Hyde nature of the team that's going to play out here again in UNLV, who's laying eight against Fresno State. We've seen the running Rebels, of course, uh, cover numbers as underdogs. They went on that road trip against Boise State and Colorado State, won and uh, covered wire-to-wire against Boise State, stayed inside of a big number against Colorado State, but then famously came back home and lost by 30 yep. to Air Force. Uh, and then you bounce back from there, and you take out San Jose State uh, with relatively keeping in arm's length the whole way. It, this is going to be – it's a very similar situation and a similar number. Right right to the Air Force spot. This is one of the lower-seeded teams in the Mountain West. You're laying eight, coming off of a decent performance here. Can you actually start to pull this thing around? The problem for UNLV is uh, they did take a big hit over the last couple of days, which is they lost Justin Webster in that lost Air Force, one of their better shooters, and that's going to be a problem because they don't really have a lot of guard depth, and he does run point at times. So I wonder if we're at a point right now, San Jose State's not playing good basketball, but to ask UNLV to win by margin I think is pretty tough um, eight seems like a lot and the market would agree. Cause this thing opened nine and a half and we're
3: down to this number and we're starting to see a couple of seven and a appear. up uh, here. I want to point something out for tomorrow. Uh, Virginia is playing Notre Dame. Uh, no- Notre Dame is 15 and five to the under this year. Virginia historically is going to be one of the slowest teams in the country. It's, True again, 61 possessions per game, 361st in the country, JVT, defensive efficiency of six best in the nation. The total in this game is 114. Jeez. (laughs) And you got to think about betting it over. Uh, If anything, I would look at a team total under for Notre Dame. Notre Dame beat Virginia way back, uh, not way back, uh, December 30th, by far and away, the best performance from Notre Dame all year long. They were out of their minds. They... Hit 11 of 23 threes. Uh, They played the best game by far and away of the season. They won by 22 over Virginia. I could actually see Virginia. I don't know, laying 13 with UVA would be a, a very fun bet to do, but I could see them at home at JPJ, John Paul Jones Arena, suffocating Notre Dame and smashing them and, and winning this game by 20. So we will uh, we will see. But uh, spot-wise tomorrow for me, you know I love my spots. Nothing that initially jumped out maybe outside of Virginia in a little bit of a revenge spot. Kentucky lay in six and a half. Uh, interesting tomorrow against Florida. Uh, tomorrow, JVT, anything uh, when we look at the NBA slate that initially uh, jumped out at you. Uh, you had mentioned something about the Clippers tomorrow. They're at a sleepy spot against Washington, maybe Paul George, keep an eye on his status? Yeah, so Paul George has been dealing with a a little bit of a groin
5: injury, and he was playing through it uh, a bit against the Cleveland Cavaliers, didn't really have a great night. This would be a pretty easy spot to give Paul George a night off on the road against Washington. This is part of that uh, Emmys road trip that the LA teams go through. I think it's the Emmys, Grammys, whatever one of the awards it is, Um, that they're away from home for seven consecutive days, and this is part of it, and this is only about the fourth game on this road trip. So against the Lowly Wizards, like right now you opened up as 11 and a half point favorites market pushed you up to 12 and a half pretty quickly but i would expect that potentially you're going to see paul george pop up on an injury report here for the los angeles clippers right now he is not uh zubach and musa diabate the only two there and they've been there for a while but uh, I, i would wonder if overnight maybe you start to see that pop up if paul george is going to appear on this injury report at some point so we'll see if that's going to be the case
3: Dare you take 12 and a half with uh, the lonely Wizards? I mean, I'll say
5: this. Two things. The the Wizards in these spots is when I've been trying to kind of back them, right? Mm-hmm. Which is catching a bunch of points at home against some of these teams. Uh, the Clippers have had trouble with like speedy guards that can get north-south and speed them up as a team. They want to play a little bit slower. They're 26th, 27th in terms of pace. Uh, those games tend to be higher scoring. So maybe if you don't want to buy into Washington as a whole to bet them plus 12 and a half, uh, betting over a team total or betting the game over could potentially be a way to kind of back Washington without going full bore and asking them to stay inside 12-and-a-half. But the Wizards do have the makeup of a team that have given the Clippers some issues in the past. And go back like a week ago, uh, they played Emmanuel quickly in the Toronto Raptors up Pascal Siakam. That was a back-and-forth game that went over the total at one point. So like that's, that's one thing that I think is worth looking at.
3: Really fun one tomorrow night, uh, Denver and Oklahoma City. Early look at DraftKings. Denver is laying, or excuse me, Oklahoma City laying one at home against the Nuggets. It's... <laughs>
5: Uh, yeah, I'm not sure it, it, entirely about this one from a situation standpoint because the Thunder, uh, they've been playing a lot. Yesterday was their fifth game in seven days, so this by extension was their sixth game in nine or in eight days, right? No, nine days, something like that. Um, but it's a really tough opponent because you're talking about consecutive divisional matchups. You played Minnesota yesterday in a really tough game, which you ended up losing and letting go of the rope of because it was a tough game there. Now you got to come back here and play the Denver Nuggets, and these are really important games, folks. Like these are like faux playoff games at this point of the season because. These three, the, these three teams are all jockeying for the top seed in the Western Conference. So maybe not from a side perspective, Tim, but potentially looking at this game to go under would be would be something worth looking at because this is going to get defensive oriented. It's going to get half-court oriented. These games mean a lot. And to have these consecutively now I think is going to be something where you're looking to potentially play this under the total.
3: Uh, one more college basketball note for tomorrow. Uh, New Mexico, who has just been an absolute juggernaut at home is at home against, I believe Boise state tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, they are laying nine and a half in this spot. Uh, while it feels like a lot, New Mexico, as I spent mentioned at the pit, JVT have been pummeling teams. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely pummeling teams. Let me give you what they've done at home so far. They just played Nevada on Sunday night. They won that game 89 to 55. They beat Utah state by 13 at home. They beat San Diego state by 18 at home. They beat Wyoming by 17 at home in conference. They have won every game by 13 or more at home. Uh, so new Mexico really playing uh, phenomenal basketball, We'll see how uh, Leon Rice's squad responds after a home loss to Utah State uh, on uh, on Saturday evening. By the way, another upset watch as we saw South Carolina go into Tennessee as a 14-point dog tonight, win outright, 63 to 59. Georgia Tech up four. On North Carolina, 63-59, to 59, under six minutes to go in that one. Matt Eumanns and Wes Reynolds will keep you posted on that game and everything as the evening goes on right here on VSYN, the Sports Betting Network.